You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Today on the Zabecast, do your golf dreams ever turn into nightmares you can't solve? An explanation for a dream I've had more than once. All that plus a special double professor bonus today. Kevin Brandt, a.k.a. KB from the game, and our friend Charge from the Guillotine Leagues. What do they have in common? Well, both are part-time professors. And boy, do they have stories to tell about these kids today. Your bonus, uncensored, extra 45 minutes of me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Wednesday, May 4, 2022. Thank you for downloading. So somebody tweeted about, has anyone else ever had this dream, dot, 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 where you're playing golf at a really nice club and you go to tee it up on the first tee and for whatever reason, you don't have space to swing or there's trees blocking your way or maybe you can't get the ball to stay on the tee. And I'm like, yes! Not the ball on the tee part, but the obstructed swing and or no way to hit the shot because there's like tree limbs and you're trying to tee it up and re-tee it. I've had dreams in which I've lined up to hit a shot off the tee. I put my tee in the ground and I'm like, no, this one doesn't work. I can't. There's a tree right here. Why is that there? Okay, never mind. Just go over here. Okay, put it down. And then you're like, well, actually... From over here, I can't actually make a swing. Well, somebody sent me a link to a story about this. Golf Digest. These are some common golf-related nightmares, according to the internet. (laughs) Written by Luke Kerr-Deneen. The first two, constricted space, obstructed swing. (laughs) Luke Curdenine says, this is my dream, the constricted space dream. And like I said, it's pretty common, he writes. I am quite claustrophobic, so that certainly explains some of it. By the way, I'm not claustrophobic. But according to the trusty dreamanalyze.blogspot.com website, dreams featuring a claustrophobic event can often symbolize fear of problems, mounting and overwhelming the dreamer. Being confined or restricted or unable to escape can also symbolize the dreamer's Inability to escape from circumstances out of their control. Obstructed swing. A variation of the above dream, but lots of golfers dream of being instructed, of being instructed in some form. He meant to say obstructed. Funny that there's no proofreaders for these things. Oh, well. Hitting a wall on their backswing, for instance. 
or playing from an encroaching tree. Apparently, dream experts say that restricted movement signals conflict. You want to swing fearlessly and effortlessly, but you're just too scared. I don't know what it means, but I know I've had that dream more than once. And I'll have to keep my keep my bedside notepad sharp to see whether or not it happens again. Speaking of golf nightmares, if you would like to join me for Bloody Horns 2022, it is on, baby. Saturday, July 23rd, just a couple days after we get done with Caddy Day 3 at Washington County in Wisconsin. We are going to be at the Bull in Sheboygan. It's an incredible event. I put the uh, tweet on top of my timeline on Twitter. It's a little 30-second sizzle reel from last year's event. You'll see what it's all about. Basically, two-man scramble from the back of the back of the back tees. And... um. Yeah, it's like the unscramble. Most corporate scrambles, including the charity scramble we do on Thursday at Caddy Day, they're kind of boring, you know? Hit driver, okay, wedge, all right, make the putt. Four people, and then you wait and wait and wait on the next tee. This is a, you better golf your ass off because just getting it to the fairway on some of these tees is going to be hard enough. So it's a fun time. Uh, We get good swag, uh, and the winners... Uh, we'll get a free steak dinner, but everyone gets something, and you can say, I survived the Bloody Horns. So go to bloodyhorns.com to sign up today. Bomani Jones has done it again, kids. His show on HBO, which is one of the lowest rated shows ever, has gotten renewed for a second season. Game Theory with Bomani Jones. Uh, the first season season was only six episodes, so I guess that counts as a season. But Bobby Burak, writing for OutKick, has chronicled just how awful the show is in terms of ratings performance that it got as low as 45,000 viewers in one particular episode. And they put it right after John Oliver's very highly rated show uh, this you know last week tonight or whatever they call it. He basically sheds 80% of John Oliver's audience, and they're picking it up for another year. This is the thing. When TV executives plant a flag, and they say, let's do this, and they invest a lot of the network's money into into doing something, man, it's hard to admit failure. It's hard to admit, yeah, this really didn't work. Now, Barack argues that it's because they don't want to be called racist the executives at HBO, maybe to a certain extent. I think it's more just a generic, hey, they have a hard time admitting mistakes. Now, they canceled Bill Simmons' show for ratings that were four times as high, and it was dubbed basically a failure. So if you want to use that as a comp, then maybe there is a little bit of black celebrity privilege going on. But Bomani Jones is this guy that you know the media loves, and they keep hyping him, and yet the public has basically rejected him as a mass market appeal kind of guy. He's very niche, like really niche. Sort of like Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan got the push from the media, from bloggers, and everyone, oh, isn't she great? And she kept getting chance after chance after chance. Didn't succeed in any of them. But hey, that's show business for you, all right? What are you going to do? Darren Ravel tweets that NBA ratings in the first round are up 
The highest they've been, first-round ratings on television in almost eight years, going back to 2014. And he sent a shot at uh, one Clay Travis about this because I guess last season when ratings were down, Clay Travis took a moment to dunk on it, saying his usual phrase, go woke, get broke. Now, I think Travis overstated it back then. I think the league was still coming out of its pandemic and bubble sort of hangover. But I also think that his argument is, well, they stopped pushing all the the, the radical, woke BLM agenda, and that's what turned off a significant portion of the audience. I don't know what's true, but ratings are back up for the NBA playoffs. Compelling playoffs so far. I love the fact there's new blood. I love the fact that the big market show ponies, Durant in New York and LeBron in L.A. are no longer in. I like the new look Splash Brothers uh, with Golden State. I hate their uniforms, by the way. The, the, uni- the blue uniforms that make them look like the Knicks. Oh, my God, do I hate those. <laughs> and I know that they're historically accurate, but they didn't wear them for game one. I hope they don't wear them again. They wore them a lot this year. Just terrible uniforms. Gambling news. Governor Janet Mills in Maine has signed a law legalizing sports betting in the state and giving the state's tribes the exclusive rights to conduct online wagering. The result, the law was the result of negotiations between the Mills administration and the leaders of Maine's indigenous tribes, which comprise the Wabanaki Confederacy. Uh, the law will take effect in late July. So lumberjacks, get ready to gamble. Of course, if they were just with my bookie, they'd already be gambling because what you really need in an online sports book is not some compromise with the Wabanaki Confederacy. You need an app that is good in all 50 states. You know, you need one that is solid, offers good lines, good odds on parlays, special promotions, you name it. And like I said, is an app that works and an outfit like my bookie that when you win, they pay you because that's the point of this. That's why I've been with my bookie for over five years, long before these other guys came along, and I can personally vouch for them. It's what I use. It's what you should use as well. That's mybookie.com. Have fun. Get some sweet action. Bet with your head and over it. And when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know I sent you, and so you'll be eligible for special promotions. And Lumberjacks, you too in the state of Maine can sign up at mybookie.com. Anyone want to talk about the Roe v. Wade situation? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? I'm not seeing a lot of hands out there. (laughs) Good. Because I don't really want to talk about it either. My thoughts on abortion and the laws regarding abortion and the Supreme Court decision in the original Roe v. Wade case are complicated. They are far from expert opinions. And it won't change anyone's opinion. If they were to go ahead with this, oh, and I, I do have thoughts on the on the breach. I mean that is egregious. It's wrong. It's terrible. Uh, but apparently, this same thing happened when the original Roe v. Wade was ruled on back in seventy three. Somebody leaked this as well. Got to find the leaker. You got to punish the leaker big time. But it's not going to change much. There will probably be 14 to 16 states that I think they said that would move to outlaw abortion. 
And while you can say, well, that's terrible for the poor people in that state that can't get an abortion, honestly, even the poorest of the poor, how, how much is a, a Greyhound bus ticket to a state near enough to get an abortion? It's almost like legalized fireworks or gambling state by state. It won't change a whole lot. And by the way, uh, a number of states that you think would maybe say we're going to make abortion illegal might actually not when it comes down to a voting issue. I just don't like that there's so many. I don't like that there. What I don't like is that there. I mean, I don't like abortion, but I'm conflicted on it because, you know, bringing a child into an abusive, desperately poor family where they are going to struggle right from the start, that also seems exceedingly cruel and wrong. But I don't like the fact that adoption in this country is so challenging. From what I know, and for those that have been down this road, they can fill me in via email, is that in America it's hard to adopt because the laws are such that, you know, the the biological mother can change her mind up to like, I don't know how many years after she's given up her child for adoption. And then you're screwed as the adoptive parents. It's why many people go overseas to adopt children. And while there's certainly a lot of children that need to be adopted, uh, babies that need to be adopted in other countries, you'd think we'd take care of our own first. I wish adoption in this country was far less challenging and easier to do. And that is about the sum total thoughts I have on Roe v. Wade. Well, thank God for that. Do you have an opinion on something else that's sports-related, perhaps? Mr. Sports guy? Uh, Yes, I do have an opinion on something sports-related. Gary Player's son (laughs) has been banned for life from the Masters. (laughs) He admitted as such on a podcast. uh, This was kind of well-known. I was like, oh, you, you are in big trouble. A year ago, Lee Elder, the great Lee Elder, was uh, being honored on the first tee at Augusta National, even though he never won the Masters. But he was being honored for his contribution to the game and, of course, being a trailblazer for minorities. And, of course, Gary Player has been a longtime honorary first tee starter. And his son, who's now grown and, like, 55 years old himself, was caddying for the Black Knight. And he pulled out a box of golf balls, a sleeve that nobody had really seen the brand before. And they're like a brand that Gary Player has money invested in. And he holds the box out and just leaves it out the whole time (laughs) in a obvious product placement kind of a way. They said, what the hell is wrong with Gary Player's son, Wayne? Really? You're going to really hawk golf balls in this moment? Are you that desperate? He said that uh, he has heard from the club that said, yeah, don't come back. And that he's been basically banned for life. Said that the, uh, the the product placement stunt was spur of the moment, not planned ahead of time, that he just sort of was like, hey, well, I'm getting out a ball for my dad to hit off the first tee. Just leave this box here. Just hold it right here in front of everybody so they can see it. And There's a lot of photographs taken of it. It's too bad because I really like Gary Player, but sometimes, man, it's like, pff, you are a whore for the money. Black Knight, slow it down. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, time now to join with a couple of professors. I had a great discussion with Charch about being a professor last week. And I told him, I said, you know, a lot of things you're telling me about kids today, KB has said as well. So I said, well, let's get the two kids together and have a chat. Okay. Yo, I'm back. All right. All right. It's unknown caller. It goes right to voicemail. But this time you called and your name came up, so I got it. KB, say hi to Charch. Charch, how are you doing? Yo, good to talk to you, man. Have you guys ever uh, crossed paths? I don't think so. We met briefly. We met briefly. I think you were in town in Milwaukee, and you popped into the studio once. Uh, yeah, there you yes. go. Uh, KB runs a League of Indifference in Fantasy Charge. I'm familiar with the League of Indifference. You're not allowed to make any moves, right? Nobody or show up for the draft, or no. you have to auto draft well, the whole thing. No, right? no, nobody knows who has what. The whole thing you can't. <laughs> No, no, you, you do the league of indifference. You can't make any changes. You get it half the time. You don't even look at your, uh, what the record is. And as a matter of fact, uh, like Kuhn couldn't even wrap his head around it. It's it's very anti-matter. It's very black hole-ish with that said, boys, stand, stand by. All right, you guys may be wondering, why have I called this meeting? The answer is both UKB and UCharch are part-time, is that a fair way to say it, professors at universities? Well, for me, yeah, my plan was to be part-time. Then I started doing it, and guess what? That's all I did. My (laughs) whole life was either it was preparing for class, executing class, or grading the last class. That would turn my full-time job. I didn't sign up for this. KB. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? The the amount of hours that you put in, I had no idea. Now, Church, you you what? You have one class? One class twice a week, 75 minutes each class, Monday, Wednesday. Uh, 70, okay. uh, 4790 sports communications. All right, KB, okay, what's, what's, have, that's at the University of Minnesota. Got, KB, what is your class? I've got three classes a week, uh, two at Marquette oh. University and one at the University of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. Oh. And, and um, you spend most of your time, when I first started, I was like, uh, I, I wasn't biased yet. I wasn't prejudiced. I wasn't, you know, jaded. 
I had hmm. uh, just went in with my eyes wide open and then spent the last nine years trying to eliminate assignments in my course <laughs> right wow i totally i totally so, get this now okay I, you know i was oh, all right hold on kb for the listeners you teach what courses at both marquette and uwm what are they uh it's basically writing um oh, at uwm it's called persuasive writing for media but it's the same thing i teach the exact same course Persuasive oh, double media dipping. advertising. Double dipping. Class. All right. Yeah. Persuasive so media for per, persuasive writing for media. Okay. And you've done it for nine years. It's copywriting. Okay. Uh, you... I've done it at Marquette. Yeah. About 12 years, somewhere around there. Okay. It. All right. So, I, for, yeah. So, Charge, please repeat for me and for the podcast listeners what you told me. Repeat for uh, KB what you told me last week when you said, man, these kids today. They want you to <laughs> blank. Yeah. So, you know, and I, and I hate it when the old people go, ah, kids today. That's you know, us. Right, right, right. That's us. Yeah. You know, Cause they all do that. And they, you know, that's what our parents said about us. And now we're saying about the, the, the kids today, but I'm telling you, there's some fundamental differences between the kids going to college today than when I went which wasn't all that long, or which one generation removed. Yeah, from it it was, was a long time ago, but go ahead. One, it's a generation ago. All right. That's just how I like, it's how I like to put it. Cause then you put the number one in it. It doesn't sound so long ago, one generation ago, as opposed to saying 25, 25 years ago, because then you sound absurdly old. Right. So yes. Um, here's the, the single biggest, there, there's several differences. And I, I think you will appreciate this. The kids want to know exactly what they have to do to get an A. They want me to say, you do this, you do you do A, then you do B, then you C, do E, F, G, H, I, and you will walk out of this with an A if you do those things. To which they you, want no ambiguity. To which whatsoever. you say, KB, ding, right? <laughs> I'm just sitting back here going, Man, oh man, to hear a newbie come in, relative newbie <laughs> chart, come in and say that to me, um, because I can get into, um, I have studied this for quite some time and trying, I'm in the same point where you are. If you tell them exactly what to do, they'll do it better than we ever could have. But if you give them two entirely unrelated ideas and make them find a way to pull them together and make it work, you're fucked. <laughs> so so kb are you saying I, I that is say this everyone is I this shouldn't... is this a paint by the numbers generation that is now being yeah. taught yeah i said this the other day um and they i asked them and i'm constantly probing their mind for a variety of things number one i'm saying you know we're all in, in church we're all in the media right so we're trying yeah. to find out what makes our audience tick so I use my classes also as like this psychological testing ground where I'm, I'm studying them as much as they're studying the work, right? And I'm trying to learn about them. So I asked this question just the last week in, in a class, and I said, just out of curiosity, just um, how many of you, by a show of hands, um, had teachers, whether you were in elementary school or, or high school, and let you uh, take things over, do your assignments over until you got the grade you wanted. 
pretty much every hand went up. What? And I went, oh, oh, no, that's oh, dude, that's that's what they do. Oh, no, no, it, that is what's happening. In it's elementary schools and high schools. It's a pitch. till It's happening. a pitch till you win concept now in education. It, oh, no. Oh, it is. No, no doubt it is. Wow. And, and uh, um, you know, obviously, I don't I don't play that at all. And uh, I say there's things that, you know, I say in class that. Um, when I talk about grading, in fact, I just had a lunch with a friend of mine who's going back into it and I was kind of laughing, but, um, he said, well, I had a grading scale. You'll love this charge. All right. Uh, Hold on, KB. Could you shake your phone? Could you shake your phone? It's full of water. Did you go swimming? (laughs) I don't know what you're connecting on. Is there a house phone (laughs) we can connect with? God damn, this cellular technology kills me these days. Okay. Go ahead. I think it might be better now. Well, you're the one who lives out in the middle of the forest. Bro, it ain't me. This is on you. It it, it ain't me. Charge, you better have my back on this. (laughs) Oh, no. If if you are, if you're in your boonies in Virginia, this is on you for sure. We're all Why is it on me? Too long. Me to you is solid, charge. Me to you is solid. The the bad internet. You, you, you know, we okay. know how this goes. All right, here we We're go. We're regulars. You can't charge him. I charge. I feel like I could reach out and touch you right there. You're just right <laughs> next to me. So, all right, wait, so, hold uh, on. He, charge uh, is is KB solid coming to you? No, he was cra- He was, you know, it, okay. it, KB was breaking okay. up for me too a little bit, right. but not the whole okay. time. I, not the whole time. Just you're better. In the last you're, better? you're better now. Go ahead, finish your point. Sorry. Okay. All right. So I was out to lunch with a friend of mine who's getting back into it, and he said, "Well, here's what my grading scale was." He goes, "I used to put it up and I go A B C D F. A, you get an A. Consider that you're advancing in my company. B." You might get a bonus. C, you're sitting in a cubicle. D, you're demoted, and F, you're fucking out of here. And that's <laughs> the way. And I thought that was fantastic. But what I say to them, and I'm very pragmatic, and I say, listen, you want an A? Do you want an A right now? I go, I really don't care. I'll give you an A. Is that what you're here for? But, you know, hey, sure, put it down. Do whatever you want. But I said, the world is pass-fail. Mm. So A, B, C, D, E, it doesn't matter. Because the world is past fail. So what do you want? And and I even go as far to say is that I, I would never hire a four point. I would never hire a four point. Why? So if that's what you're going for, why? Because it just told me that they didn't they didn't experience life. Really? That they're too perfect. Yeah. They they're gonna yeah. need hand holding in the business world of tell me exactly what to do. When in reality, charge, mm-hmm. what does the world value initiative above all else? Mm-hmm. I got one kid out of my whole class that is the initiative kid, the, the kid that is trying to find new and different angles, that is bringing something different to the wow. table, that is not just regurgitating back to me. And, you know, I got I started with 13 kids in the class. Then as the workload started to ramp up, three of them dropped in one weekend and I was down to 10. And the three that dropped all complained about my tough grading and the workload. And 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 the next thing I know, I'm getting like, welcome to my world. Right. Next thing I know, I'm getting called into the office and the uh, the adjunct. And I'm an adjunct. If you're if you're a non if you're a Mm non-employee teacher, you're an adjunct. You're somebody who's made a, a living in the real world. You're an adjunct. The adjunct supervisor calls me into her office and she says, 
all right, you had three kids drop in one weekend. What's going on? I got to go talk to your class. So she, the next class, she kicks me out of class. She goes into the classroom oh my and God. she has a 20 minute discussion with the kids on my various failings, which were around the class is too hard and I'm grading. You too are mean. so fucked. I'm too mean. And, and I'm like, I'm teaching seniors and I'm, I'm grading them on stuff like, you know, you're putting on a press release and it's filled with errors. You're humiliating the company you represent and I'm being too tough on these kids. Well, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, me, so, so basically what the, what the, what the university is doing is they're encouraging students to complain more because yes. they know <laughs> it'll get the teacher in trouble. How can you and operate in such an environment? It, it was honest to God. It was humiliating. I, so she gets done with this conversation. I walked in the class. I'm like, you guys sent me to the office. What the hell just happened here? And I had to, I had to change. They made me change my grading criteria for the kids. The school made me do it. Really? And what were the mistakes? Oh, yeah. Were they yeah. truly well, to, were they truly egregious mistakes where you're like, I got to give you a C on this? Were you giving Fs? Were you giving out Ds? No, I, I was giving out I was giving out A's, B's, and C's. And the funny thing is, I could. And you I, got in I mean, trouble I, without flunking a single kid. No, nobody. No, I gave out a. I did give out a couple of D's from people who earned D's, and they dropped. So I, I don't know, but mostly it was wow. it was A's, B, A's, B's, and C's. All right, and it's like you, geez, KB, come on, man, you, KB, KB, yeah. get in there because you've been to this rodeo more than once. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. I love this. Um. Let's see right here. Charge, you got to go to. Maybe I'll do this right now. I'll go to your Rate My Professor site, um, <laughs> which I didn't know existed. I did not know that was a thing, but I'm not don't, surprised. Oh, don't show. Don't tell Charge it exists. It's going to wreck him. Uh, um, yeah, let's see. Here we go. Uh, Kevin Brandt was an extremely hard grader and brutal, to say the least. Um <laughs> His, boy. his majority of his responses went along the lines of read it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no. And uh, I understand he wants his, I understand he wants his students to be self-sufficient, but I would not recommend him. Now, on the other hand, you get on the other side, he is one of the toughest yet best I've ever taken. He makes you work hard, but prepares you more for the advertising industry than any other professor. Don't expect his class to be easy as he treats you as if you're already a professional. Wow. Good. Okay, good. Atta boy. And that's Atta what boy. I do. I, I go, listen, you're growing up. I go, you're, you guys are 21, 22 years old. And, and uh, what, I'm, what I'm finding out is that um, it's, an inherent flaw within our educational system and, um, and with parents and the, the pressure that parents put on these kids for grades and getting A's, B's and C's is insane. Really? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's almost unfair. Did, did your parents, and, either one of you guys lean on you about grades in college? Cause I know mine didn't, I don't think they even asked like, the, I would oh. tell them the grades at the end of the year, yeah. and as long as they're reasonable, they're like, fine. And I graduated with a 3-0 at UC Santa Barbara, the Harvard of the West. Good enough. 
Uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is the parents are paying for it. So they're getting that thrown at them. Oh. What am I paying paying for? for Yep. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, they, you know, it's my parents didn't it didn't ever rarely asked about my grades. It didn't give a rat's ass. But you know what? They didn't care about they didn't you know they didn't care about most of what was going on in my life. So <laughs> you know, it's it, this was no different. No different. They yeah. didn't. No, they didn't know like you know who I was friends with, who I was dating. Right. They didn't know any of that did stuff. you? Did you a have criminal record? Did you have free range parents? <laughs> they let you just run I around did. like a chicken, free range charge. Yeah. Yes, they did because mostly just because they had their own lives. They were busy having their own life and, you know, whatever, you know, today's, today's parents, you know, it's, they're so protective and they're so much more in tune with what their kids are doing. I think to a fault, you know, you're, I think a lot of times you're better off just having parents that just don't give it a rat's ass and just let you do your thing, and, you know, take your lumps. So you did good. Proud of your son. All right. Good. Nice talk. Nice <laughs> I talk. mean, that, that's kind of that's what it. you want. Nice yeah. talk. Good talk. It's um, it is kind of you know it really opened my eyes and to the whole how how fucked up the whole educational system is, and the more I started thinking about it, is that who am I to think that I am so smart that what I I personally deem to be important is what I will share with you, where you know what I mean, where I'm the one who's determining your future. Whereas I kind of look at it and go, this is everything that I know. Make of it what you will, right? Because it's going to be up to you. And it's really, I, I, I have been charged. I've been in your shoes. And I said, I got to get to the bottom of this. And I think I have pinpointed what the problem is. I think I know. And if you do the math, it bears itself out. And it goes back to 2001 with no child left behind. Really? So if you do the math at 2022, how old are those kids? 21. Oh, 21. Yeah. yeah. They're seniors. And they're, scra- they're and graduating what? seniors from college. And it's right. And it's supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to close the gap in, a, in achievement. Right. And what it did was instead of that, it kowtowed to the lower students to make them feel better about themselves to get A's. Mm-hmm. instead of earning the A's. And what it's like is, I, have you ever coached youth teams at all? Like I coached youth hockey and you had an A team, a B team and a C team, right? Mm-hmm. And what these hockey leagues would do, these youth hockey programs would do is they go, we're going to we're gonna combine the B and C teams, you know, because we want to bring the C kids along. It never works. The B players play down mm. and it's the same yeah. thing here. And they they expect you to give you everything. And I said, I'm teaching advertising. It's subjective. There are no answers. Right. right? Well, l- luckily, no- luckily, the cost of college education has been plummeting as of late. And so it's very affordable. Oh, <laughs> oh wait a minute. That's not the case. <laughs> And wait until somebody forgives I, you know, student loan debt. Won't that uh, be fun, huh? <laughs> well, you know, it's they've got no skin in the game, basically. And who's, you know, who's they, they? they think that um, who's they students? I mean, some of them do. You think you, you know, don't think got, you don't think boys? You don't think young men and women who have a shit ton of debt 
That is the hardest debt. You can't declare yeah, bankruptcy mean, on it. They don't have skin in the game. They got their nuts in the game. They don't know it. They don't, they don't know they it. Don't know they that. got their nuts in a vice charge is what they've got. They have no idea. Yeah, they, yeah. they figured out, you know, yeah. when they start to figure it out is when they've been out of school three, four years. They've been making payments. The needle's not moving because they're paying off the interest and mm-hmm. they're not making a lot of they're not making much mm-hmm. money yet. It dawns. I think that I think that the dawning realization of what they've got themselves into hits at about 25, 26, 27. And I'm like, oh, oh boy. shit. Yeah. Well, what have I done? If if my own oh, daughter, yeah. if my own daughter, don't tell this to her, just finished her sophomore year at Christopher Newport. If she said, you know what, dad, I'm kind of done with this. I'd rather take out 60 grand in loans to start up a taco truck. I'd be like, hot damn, let's go. Bring it on, baby. Like, that would be a better education would, than what yes. you're getting now. Absolutely. I've learn. made I've made almost that exact same that exact same case. Give me a a moderately give me a B plus student. I don't need to go send you to school. I think you could do more with that money investing in a franchise or something. Right. Say open say it, to you your know, kid, oh, say, look, you can pay here's hundred and twenty yeah, grand. You can either go to school, study uh, you know, uh, Greek humanities or something worthless like that, or you can start a business. Now submit your business plan and I'll look over it. If I don't like it, I'll mm-hmm. reject it. Uh, and we'll get one that I can go, okay, go for it. And I'll fund it and we'll see what happens after a few years. Yeah. I mean, I have to say this, that, you know, from an administration standpoint, Marquette's pretty supportive because they only want adjuncts or n- not only want adjuncts, but there's a lot of adjuncts because they want kids to get a real world taste. Okay. That's good. And, that's so that's a pretty good philosophy and um but still i'll give you a story you'll love this i what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to teach them not what's in a book but really my class is a big life hack if you listen to what i'm telling you because it's like you know my job is to get you make you successful for the real world and if no one hires an entry-level person and expects them to be a genius right right Nobody does. It's like, but if you have attention to detail, if you're professional, if you're buttoned up and I'm hiring you, that says to me, I don't have to worry about that. So I can get down to, you know, teaching you what I need to teach you to be successful to work in my company. So I make them, I'm a stickler for format, forms, making stuff look professional because I know that's what's going to get them ahead, right? So I had this happen. This showed up on my avow, and you will love this. Two semesters ago, kid comes to me, hands in a document that is just all over the place. It is just an absolute mess, right? And I and he goes, well, why'd you grade me down on that? And I said, because you didn't do it the right way. And he goes, yeah, well, all the information's there. I don't understand what the big deal is. <laughs> and I said, but you, I said you didn't do it the right way. Okay. Yeah, but it's all there. And I said, listen, you go into your boss's office and you put this on his desk. He's going to take it and look at you and go, what the fuck is this? Okay. I go, that's what's going to happen. Fast forward a month and a half. I get my teacher evaluation. Teacher is very rude. Doesn't provide (laughs) feedback, positive feedback on your assignment. Just throws it back at you and says, what the fuck is this? That's that's feedback. <laughs> but that's okay. That's but see, but here's the problem. 
it's driving adjuncts out of the out of the teaching profession because they're like, I don't fucking need this. Why am I kowtowing to this snot-nosed little 21-year-old who thinks that I owe them, you know? Yeah, and I, I like I would have never tool. had I would have never had the balls to to argue that with a professor. I would have said, okay, never. I, I would have said I would have said, okay, so you didn't like it this way, you know? Steer me in the right direction. I'd like to do it the way that's correct. What what did I do wrong? How can I make it better? Well, yeah, you, you I never, I never thought that's what you did. Challenge. That's what you did wrong. <laughs> oh. Well, you yeah. can, and I love it. I love it when students challenge me because I'm not infallible, and I love it. I love those discussions of going, okay, and I have, but, but, go, but you, you want know, it, you want them a really to, good idea here that you want them to challenge you on the substance of the material to say, well, I think yes. you know you should write the copy in a passive voice because it would appeal more to the target demo. And you'd be like, okay. you'd never write copy in a passive voice. But anyway, okay, well, you know, whatever. I'd fuck um, you. Yeah, you know what? You, you hold know. on. What's that website? Rate my professor. <laughs> KB asshole. Don't Go take his class. It, it's interesting. <laughs> All right. Hey, I want to exit well, on this. You know what? And I, I, I use that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me just share one little thing. I'm sorry. I'm dominating. So I see these two reviews that just happened within the last three weeks. And these kids don't know how crafty we old guys are. <laughs> so the following class, after I saw those, I went back into the classes. And as I gave my next lecture, I wove in the phrases from oh, my oh trolls my. on wait, wait my <laughs> professor. <laughs> and, <laughs> so one of the students say uh, the questions that he, the questions that he asks are nonsense. So as I'm speaking and I'm going, Okay, so this is what you have to look at and go, you know what? You guys haven't been out in the business world. And so you might be looking at me and listening and go, what a bunch of nonsense these questions are. Blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then, then as soon as I did that, I could see one kid's li eyes light up. And I go, fucker, <laughs> you're the one who did it. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Okay. Oh, brilliant. Those are the. So, See, but that's what these kids need to learn. They need to learn how to read a room. They need to know if you're going in to pitch something, you're not looking for the guy who's going to buy it. You're looking for the guy that's going to kill it. Right. Those yeah. are the things that th that's, that's where you succeed. Yeah. So, but, uh, Hey, whatever. So, Fuck it. so like charge charge. Do you think you're going to be in this f for the long haul? Like KB has been, can you see yourself a nine year veteran down the road after one rodeo? Well, and this is something I had wanted to do literally my entire life. When I was a student, I was already thinking about really? how I would be a different and better teacher than the teacher I had. You know, I, I had always wanted to do this. And what KB just said, this has driven me out. This experience as an adjunct makes me never want to do it again. It's not, and maybe it's some of it's on me because I made it too hard on myself and you know, and there's I, I, I put a lot of work on myself and doing it the first time is the hardest because I, I got to do I had to make the whole class from scratch and I could do it easier and better the next time. But, man, I don't know if I want to go through this again. It's just, you know, it's there's got to be something in it for both both halves of this thing. Now, I feel like I put way more into it than the students did. Okay. I don't know. All I right. don't think so. So I'm, to, I'm to, no. to be determined, I guess, would be the answer on whether yes. or not you'll be back next year. Charge, if I can give you a tip, and, please. And why now? My, I just had my last class kid, was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that one kid that you were talking about that you like. Yeah. That, I mean, this is going to sound so corny. 
but that's why you do it. You do it for that one kid. And you have to learn how to compartmentalize it and put the other kids, okay, I know why you're here. I'll grade you, whatever. But you put your heart and soul into those two, three, four kids that you know are going to be good when they leave. And 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 that's the only way you can possibly survive. And you hope they become the uh, CEO. Yeah, the CEO of creative artists and then gives you a cush job because you you were his favorite (laughs) My favorite student. (laughs) And just and if I can leave this on a sports thing, my favorite student of all time, he, he was like, I, and I looked at him, I go, you might be a total fuck up, but you might be successful. Marquette gets crushed by Robert Morris. He doesn't show up. I get a text on my phone says, sorry, not going to make it to class. I just crushed Robert Morris on the money line. <laughs> <laughs> and then, That's great. All right. Well, and there- then shows up hammer drunk 10 minutes later. <laughs> I, I just said get out of here, but I'm like, I like, the, I like that kid. All right. KB, Charge, uh, hang up your tweed jackets, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you, guys. I'm ripping the elbow patches off right now. <laughs> All right. See you, man. <laughs> All right. Bye, boys. Thanks. Well, there you have it. Two of my colleagues trying to mold and lead the young men and women of our future. God help us all. I, I'm i not here to paint with a broad brush. I bet there's a lot of bright kids that are going to do just fine. But it's a different environment. All right, that's it for me today. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this slightly offbeat uh, change of pace podcast. Have yourself a great Wednesday, everybody. Rate and review. Send me feedback if you want. Zabe at Yahoo.com. And we will see you next time.